0: I invite you to sit for a spell as I interview guests and spill the spiritual tea on how we can create the magical life we deserve. All right, here we go. Another episode, another series. Got the cauldron going with my incense. Yes. Oh my gosh, this smells so good. I can't even get over it. Wish you can smell this. Oh man. All right, let's let's dive into the series Winter Magic series. So I'm thinking I might do a Spring Magic series, Summer Magic series, Fall Magic series and then we can reference it uh going forward and every now and then I'll I'll do some updates. So, this is something that I've been wanting to do for a while but there's just so much information out there as with any Uh, series that I do. There's so many ways to go about it. So, But I will say for this series and, of course, any series, always follow up. If something really sticks out to you, go down that rabbit hole. Google that term and read blog posts. Watch YouTube videos. Really immerse yourself in that. And I'm saying that because one, it's for your benefit, you know to study what um is being presented to you and also just understanding that and also i'm I'm seeing uh in in some ways with some people who are new and and I get it because information is even more available. But there's been, with some people, a lack of trying to find an answer first, meaning did you try to Google it? Did you uh, search for it? Well, you will be Googling on a blog, a website, a podcast. I'm seeing a lot in uh, some groups that I'm in, people saying, I'm a baby witch. uh, What should I get started with reading? Or I'm just thinking to myself what are you being called to research? Well, you know, that's just such an open-ended question. When I started, definitely none of this social media was like it is now, but whenever I just felt towards something, I would go read, I would go on borders and I would uh, read a couple of chapters of of a book because I was buying so many books, I was consuming so much knowledge that at one point buying another book didn't make a difference. It was just one or two chapters that were different. So I would read a little bit to see if this is this really something that's a fit for me. And sometimes, many times it wasn't. Um, so there were other books, however, where I, I took pleasure. I would just sit down. And uh, borders and this used to have big windows and a window ledge. I would sit down there and I actually take pleasure in reading a book and I'll go buy it. And it would be so nice because I would read about crystals, angels, uh, past lives, runes. Uh, I even got a vision about one of the books I have in front of me. Like I had a vision of this cauldron, and I came across this book. I'm like, oh my god, that's my vision. Let me buy it. It's the Wicca Handbook by Eileen Holland. So you know, there are just so many books and blog posts and podcasts available now that I get is like where do I begin? But you have to look within. Who? What are you being called towards? Are you taking an interest in crystals? Are you taking an interest in spells? Like what is it? Start from there. So I just want to remind people. Uh, that it, it, if you see someone and they're like, oh, I'm trying to start, I'm trying to understand, just, you know, drop them a hint. Like,
1: hey, maybe you should Google, you know, crystal blogs or something like that, <laughs> you know, to help you.
0: Because when a question isn't specific and it's so open-ended like that, you're leaving yourself open to gatekeepers. And I'm not condoning gatekeepers. I'm not giving them a pass. They're always going to exist. And just by any feel, right? There's always going to be people that's like, it should be done this way, you know, (laughs) the good old days, all that. So it's up to you to continue to educate yourself and take in knowledge as you go along. But just, you know, remember being cautious about things like that. Try to. As best you can remind people, you know, hey, there's all these free resources. All right. Enough of that. Winter Magic Series. There's some really
1: good episodes coming up. I really like this because there are really good things about
0: each season. Just like there are things that we can talk about what we don't like. Like it's cold. (laughs) All right. Some people love the cold, others don't, or it's dark all the time and people are like, hey, I'm cool with that, right? Summertime, oh, it's so hot. Uh." There's beauty in each cycle. But what's so special about the winter season in particular is that it's reminding the ending and beginning of cycles, just like with the summer is that counterpart, endings and beginnings. And not knocking fall and spring; they're great too. But winter tends to get a bad rep because it's darker, it's cold, and you know people don't really do anything. I get it. Here's the thing: if there wasn't so many obligations to life, we would be resting. We would be home. With our our hot teas, our cappuccinos, our cocoa with the marshmallow in it, you know, little cinnamon sticks. We would be together with people who love us. We love them. It would be more of that. However, you know, we live in times where we still had to get up to go to work, (laughs) right? We still have to go food shopping, all these things. So this series is about helping you navigate through the winter and also work with the magic of winter. So things work, again, for you, not creating this craziness uh, in your life that you just don't understand why you feel a certain way. Why are certain things happening? Because winter is for looking internally is for being... um, reflective of things and so forth. So I'm going to start these series with oracle card readings and uh, remind people of the episodes I've done in the past. So check out two episodes from last year regarding this time, 291 Magical Herbs to Get You Through the Winter Season. That's great. You can incorporate so many herbs into what you're eating, what you're drinking, and things like that to really help you. And they, uh, what I recommend has different properties to help you. So check that out. And then 292 Yuletide Magic. And I believe in there, I talk about the winter goddesses. So there's so many references in there to help you through this season. Okay, I actually went to go check. I talked about winter goddesses in episode 241. So 291 Magical herbs for the winter season, 292 Yuletide Magic, and 241 Winter Goddesses. So those are, you can consider those the, the bonus tracks <laughs> to this series, okay? Or you can listen to them before the next episode goes live. All right. Let's get into these Oracle cards that I I had shuffled ahead of time. Let's see, I may pull, I won't pull no more than three so that we we can get to the good part of this episode. Well, this is good too. All right, first one, the Cosmos. This is such a pretty card. So I am using uh, Wisdom of the Hidden Realms by Colette Baron reed You know, she's one of my favorite people. (laughs) So I say this every time I use our cards. Anyway, Creativity and Vastness. And it's interesting because the number of this card is 41, which equals five. I was just drawn to that number. And this means change. Five means change. And there's uh, a full moon, and it has a face a nose, eyes, mouth, but it's it's looking down. And there's a shooting star in the background and stars all over the place. It looks like it's coming from the town below and going up towards the moon. So, and also it's like a um, like a, a beam of lunar light surrounded by the stars coming from the town below going up towards the moon so this is the this is the connectivity that we have with the cosmos, this is the connectivity we have with their creativity and the vastness of that, and
1: also the the change that is happening here because the cosmos are so vast. We won't
0: know every single thing about it. And a lot of it's dark, right? <laughs> you know, it's dark. And so you get to the planets and, you know, et cetera. So the first card here is basically saying, be conscious of the connection that you have with the seen and unseen, right? You can see the moon. And we all know people at their friend during the full moon than they then when it's not a full moon, you know, we heard many stories about people who work in the ER, uh, law enforcement, there's always a spike during a full moon. The tides are higher. So start paying attention to who and what you are connecting to. And far as the unknown, that's, that's in your subconscious, which is dark. This is why we have to focus on personal growth so we can see where our attachments are and then find out if it's a healthy attachment or not. Sometimes it's neutral, like like a hobby, right? There's a, a good thing that comes from that, right? It's something that we love to do, but it may not bring in much money, or you know, is this something you do during your spare time? It's not going to make or break anything, right? It's pretty much neutral. All right, let's go to another one. The chess queen, ooh, trust and strategizing. It's really cool so it's like the upper half is a woman, and the lower half is a chess piece. <laughs> so yeah, this is about again, making those moves, understanding the strategies at play. So if we are to understand our connectivity, then we could understand the next move to make. Hey, I'm really connected to this person. we're vibing. So I know I can take this friendship to the next level, this relationship to the next level, or at least there's potential there for that to happen. So let me foster this friendship. Let me work on this career, et cetera. Okay. Personal growth. I'm on to something here. Let me nurture that. Okay. Because we're playing chess, not checkers. And the camel boy, small steps asking for help. It's a boy playing a flute
1: on a camel. So cute. And his air is a little pointy, like maybe he's an, an elf or something like that. But anyway,
0: the camel boy, small steps. Now, while the queen and chess can go anywhere she wants, sometimes it's about making the small steps before we make the big move. Because several small steps equal one big move, right? You take another step and another step, one building block after another. And next thing you know, you have a wall. Next thing you know, you have a building right? So there's nothing wrong with asking for help. You just have to be aware of who you are asking help from in order for you to truly get to where you want to be, all right? So as he has a flute here, you know, whatever your calling card is, he's he's calling in for help with his flute, you know, work on your communication skills and understand who you're connected to, to help you navigate through this vastness of change, right? So a lot of change, which is, again, not surprising because winter is all about uh, death and rebirth, right? Ending of things, beginning of things. And reflection, self-reflection, looking inward. To do that takes a lot of mental work, hence the chess reference, you know. But you can go anywhere you want
1: when you're looking into this. So let's look into winter magic. So what is winter magic?
0: We know winter means (laughs) colder days,
1: long cold days. But that's on the surface. Winter magic has to do with understanding that things
0: will end, and when something ends,
1: something begins so starting under starting with understanding the the crux of it winter is endings and beginnings reflection and pausing, reflecting, I should say, reflecting and pausing. So to do spells during this time, to use certain things, whether
0: it's oranges or cinnamon sticks, and when you listen to the previous uh, episodes I mentioned, you understand why I I said oranges, Um,
1: or using snow. It's a different energy because now
0: you will be using, say, cinnamon sticks to bring in prosperity, which translates into different forms of attracting money, attracting opportunity in your life. So some of the ways you were able to gain money in the past is going to be elevated going forward again depending on how you want to use winter magic if you are fine with your for example your job and maybe you're not looking for a promotion that's cool you can still continue to bring abundance in your life and maybe that will take the form of bonuses okay for someone else that new
1: form of bringing in opportunities and money will be promotions are now available Okay. It shows up in different ways, and we have to remember that what
0: we are looking to manifest shows up in different ways, and we have to catch it because it's easy to miss it. So in a nutshell, winter magic has to do with endings and beginnings, so you can use that or death and rebirth, you know, however
1: you want to phrase it, reflecting and pausing, okay? Okay. So let's, let's get into a couple of things. Reflecting and pausing, do you like the winter traditions you partake in in the past? Do you like going to different
0: family homes, you know, your in-laws maybe, or your boyfriend, girlfriend's home, meeting up with people? Do you like that? Is there something about the winter season? It's tradi- traditions, <laughs> whether it's Christmas, New Year's Christmas parties, uh, wh- whatever comes along with that. <clears throat> Are those things that interest you or do you feel like it's an obligation and you rather not look forward to it and you feel like you had to gear yourself up for all of this. Now is the time to put a pause on that, reflect that that's not what you want, and create new traditions.
1: And you may be thinking, oh, man, that's going to cause some disruption. Yeah, that's the point. (laughs) You know, you have to start figuring out what works for you. And in that process,
0: some people will be upset. There are several things you can do with that. You can create your tradition in unison with the old traditions because you don't want to upset your family members or you're just not ready to fully say you know what i'm not going to be there for christmas this year um i, I will see you after new year's i will visit you after new year's or i'll come christmas eve or i'll come christmas day there are so many ways to tackle it <clears throat> so if you're someone who's not completely ready to cut off uh, ties with your family or you might be thinking this is going to be my, my family obligation. I'll do Christmas Day and uh, Thanksgiving um, with them and no other holidays. Or I do Christmas and maybe Easter, Christmas and a birthday. This
1: is where you start to strategize, okay, per the chess queen. How are you going to spend your time? And who are you going to spend that time with? Because people are going to be upset with you. But what's
0: more upsetting, you being unhappy every time this year? Or you making other people unhappy, but you have your peace. You're not here to make other people happy. You're not here to make other people feel satisfied because you showed up and they were able to fulfill their own personal commitment. Whether or not, you know, the auntie act up, whether or not the uncle continues to be the slob or the cousin that's just bad and always break things. And the one person who wants to gossip, the other person who doesn't respect boundaries and things like that, and wants to call you out, but that's, you know, the third marriage and whatever, but just, Hey, look, that's fine. Sometimes third time to charm, but it's when people judge you and don't look at themselves. That's the problem. Or. You can get together with your closest people, your friends who became, became your family, and say, hey, man, let's rent a cabin. We don't have to do it exactly on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day if, you know, say your friends have spouses and kids, but maybe you can have your own friends Christmas, <laughs> like Friendsgiving, Frismas. <laughs> you know, I just made that word up, friends Friends Christmas probably sound better. Uh, You know, the Airbnb is this now, you know, where you can easily rent a cabin, get a couple of people and, you know, create your own tradition. And maybe you just spend Christmas Day by yourself or maybe uh, you can spend Christmas Day with your friends who have the kids like, hey, can I come over there? And then your group of friends, the tight, you know, tight knit group, you guys maybe a week before can do something for Christmas. Think about a new tradition you want to do. And I'm stressing this because there are a lot of unhappy people. Excuse me. There are a lot of people who sacrifice their happiness and become unhappy uh, to fulfill some family tradition when the family doesn't really care about their emotions or it's just not fun or it's not comfortable,
1: right? Right showing up just to keep the peace is not keeping the peace within you. So what's the point? And <clears throat> again, I
0: am definitely taking note that some people see their their relatives and you know, it's not easy to say I'm not coming for Christmas, but I encourage you especially if Again, it's not fun, it's intrusive, et cetera. Come up with an alternate strategy, a different tradition. And if you're like me (laughs) or like a Virgo, just in general, you may have no problem cutting people off, right? You have no problem like, yep, that tradition is dead. (laughs) And we're giving birth
1: to a new tradition. You'll be all the happier. So even if you keep the tradition with your family, have the tradition with your friends at least first,
0: because it gets a little rough between Christmas Day and New Year's. So that way the blow won't be as hard. You already know what you're walking into. You know your auntie, you know your uncle, you know your cousin, you know your mom, you know you know all those people, you know how they're going to act by this point. So spend the time with your friends and live off that high of like yeah you know i was around great people and then you know when you when you have to go to the the family christmas dinner you're like you know what i already know the craziness i'm walking into i had such a great week last week it doesn't even matter that can work too but really pause and reflect how would you like to spend this also known as Yule Tide season, how would you like to spend this season? What it mean, what would it mean for you to create your own thing this year? Does that light you up? And it could be simple. It doesn't have to be uh, you know, full-on, formal dinner thing. It could be whatever you want it to be. What would that look like for you and how would that feel? And
1: who would you invite? All right, that's snow magic. So you can use snow in many different ways, okay?
0: And if you're able to grab snow as it's falling or when it's fresh, when it's finished falling, grab that, you know, put that in a jar, but it's gonna melt anyway, but that's okay. Because you can use that water um as a way for healing and cleansing okay that's feminine energy so water is feminine energy okay so you can use water like that to nurture something like your plant. you can test it out you know connect with your plant you know because like the saying goes and this is true you can talk to plants you can connect with plants and get in touch with that vibe and see if if they want that snow water you know You can say uh, a a prayer, a spell over it, because it's just such clean energy, right? It's freshness. So you can use that to power up, to bring in something new. And then, of course, you you can always Google, how can I use snow and and magic, right? Because there's so many ways to do it, but I just want to get to the properties of it. And then you can get as creative as you want. You can use it for cleansing, so you can put that water in um,
1: in a little spray bottle, spray it on your floor and mop it up, right? Cleansing, all right? Healing, maybe you could take a couple of drops, put it on your fingertips.
0: You can get as creative as you want with this. Some people even... Uh, put things in the snow to freeze it, (laughs) right? Or make a snowman to protect their home. So many things you could do with this, but just understand when you're working with snow, it's feminine energy. It's that water energy. So think of all the properties of water and know that
1: because the snowfall is so fresh, it helps with cleansing, okay? Okay bringing in newness because it's new as fresh snow. Now I want to talk about the word
0: solstice because the winter solstice happens on the 21st this year. And every time I look this up, I always see, you know, between the 21st and the 23rd. So if you, if you go on some other blog and it states the solstice on the 22nd, it's okay because it's probably just where you're located <clears throat> all right, in the hemisphere where you know, on this time it's the twenty first because you're in this location at this time. That's actually the twenty second. That's all that is. It's a timing thing. So don't get too caught up in it because the energy is still there. It's just like during a full moon. The moon is actually only "quote unquote" full for like a split second, and then we just don't see it. But then it's, it's slowly going to the
1: next phase, right? So, but the energy is still there. So don't don't get too caught up on that. Solstice comes from Latin, uh, meaning
0: uh, the sun is standing still. Basically, so soul s o l sun, and uh, the the, the, the part <laughs> to stare—that's what it originated from. And I'm I'm guessing I pronounced that right because I never heard this word be pronounced before. It means to stand still. So combining those two words together, you get solstice because the sun rays and um, the plane of the Earth's equator
1: appears to be at a standstill. So you see how this is all coming together.
0: During the winter months, we are meant to rest, stand still, pause, reflect. And here it is. During the actual day of the winter solstice, it literally means the sun is standing still. Which also leads to the rebirth of the sun because it's the darkest day of the year, meaning that the sun is now coming. Okay. Darkness is also a huge factor in the wintertime, which is not surprising. But that needs to be embraced because that represents your subconscious. Shadow work,
1: among other things, stuff that just needs to be brought into the light. All right, it doesn't always have to be this negative, bad thing. Right? We turn off the lights to go to sleep.
0: Sometimes, if it's too bright, we will dim the lights to create an ambiance. Right? We close our eyes to meditate. It's darkness there, going within. Is dark, but we can always have this torch along the way. And the torch is our intuition. The torch is our coaches. The torch is our higher self guiding us.
1: Okay. So don't dismiss the darkness. Don't be afraid of it. Start to understand it. So now the sun is at a standstill of sorts.
0: So if you are feeling this, I know something's just around the corner. I'm feeling it, but also I don't feel like doing anything. This is why you are literally in tune with the earth. And at the same time, want to celebrate. I know in one of the episodes I talked about Santernela, right? this time was meant to be fun. Now, I'm not saying we got to do everything because some people were, you know, inflicting self-harm. I'm not saying we got to keep all the traditions of that, but there was a lot of uh, romance going on, right? Lots of other celebrations happening. So again, take the good parts, you know, like, you don't, we don't need to be doing all that extra stuff, but this could be a time to connect with uh, God Dionysus, the wine God, right? Get, get your mold wine, have your cinnamon sticks by your side and, you know, ask for more abundance, be, be in favor of the flow of things, right? That's what I'm talking about capitalizing on that you could still have your celebrations. it could be a small celebration with your closest friends okay and you could take time to pause to cuddle up I don't care you want to watch all the harm hallmark movies you want that's okay maybe you need to do a mind shift and just just have a fantasy about love you know like oh big town big city town girl goes back to her home small town meets the love of her life Meanwhile, I'm over here just like, yeah, I'm probably going to meet the love of my life at Starbucks. I'll bump into him, almost spill my drink. And he's like, oh, my gosh, uh." (laughs) let me buy you a chocolate croissant. Like, oh, my gosh. And he has a dog with a scarf.
1: (laughs) You know, so sometimes that's okay. you know. So focus on that rebirth and renewal is what I'm saying. Right. We have
0: New Year's right at the end of the year. Hello. We're ushering in a new year. We know that is that light is coming, you know, as darkest before is the brightest. We, We hear all these sayings. But how many times do we stop to think about the origin of it? Because it's rooted in ancient ways. It's the darkest before the light. Right. Yeah just like the winter solstice, <laughs> just like winter as a whole. It's the darkest. And then the light comes right after that. Okay. We are more in tune than we realize. It's just that so many things got watered down over the years and disenfranchised over the years and demonized over the years that so many muggles don't realize that they're doing ancient spiritual work. Like I I'm telling you, <laughs> If I see one more muggle blow out birthday candles and swear that they're not doing magic, like you're literally telling your child to wish on a candle, that's candle magic. But I'm going down a rabbit hole, so we're gonna we're gonna take a few steps back there. All right, so let's talk about some of the colors. And um, yeah, because I have, I'm just looking at my notes. Okay, so I know I talked about colors in different episodes, but I just want to bring this back up
1: in particular
0: because. We see this a lot, and especially because we're dealing with the magic of winter. Let's let's get into this. So some of the colors you want to incorporate, and of course, if there's a color that you're being drawn to, like silver or blue, use it. Look, look, Look it up. Google silver, spirituality, spiritual meaning. And then you'll see, oh, that's why I've been drawing the silver. Okay, let me decorate my Christmas tree and the house with some silver. All right, red for prosperity, love, romance, passion, green, abundance, good health, white, delight, gold, solar energy, wealth. Okay, so you can use red and gold design. You wanna bring in more love, prosperity, wealth. And solar energy is male energy. So if you're looking for love, honey, if you don't get some gold and red and decorate your home, poins- poinsettias, red, and it's usually wrapped in gold wrapping. I mean, like, you got to understand people who are doing marketing, <clears throat> a lot of them get this, whether they are secretly witches <laughs> and they put the colors together or they just really understand the correspondences of these colors. Either way, they know exactly what they're doing. I always see blue and silver or white gold, right? And red and gold. Red represents prosperity too. Gold represents prosperity. Red represents love, gold, solar energy, male energy. That makes a whole lot of sense. Now, I don't believe in coincidences, I'm not saying that when the people decide to put the gold wrapping, because I I see the red pointos with gold wrapping. Now, they may just think, oh, that looks good. There's a small percentage that that's probably just like, oh, looks good. But when it comes to marketing, people do a lot of when it comes to good marketing, (laughs) people do a lot of research. So keep that in mind. And the beauty about this is that for for those who are private about their spirituality, no one would know the wiser that because you want to decorate your house with red and gold that you're trying to bring in your man. That's solar energy, that positive masculinity, the positive, okay, of that. Right? And then you can work with the winter goddesses to help you with that. Okay? So also... You could use a snow quartz, right? You can Google crystals for winter and cinnamon. I just love cinnamon. I love the way, to, way it smells. Cinnamon is about prosperity and abundance. So put that in your coffee, put that in your tea. Um, I don't, even if you can uh, use it where you can uh, like burn the incense of it, something like that, they keep that going. And that could be a daily ritual for you to have the, the, the uh, the actual cinnamon smell, um, drinking your coffee with cinnamon in it, just things to really get you into that spirit to embody that because that's where the true magic is why you you may be noticing by now I didn't give you a particular spell there's a reason for that because I want you to take this information and craft something of your own now you could very well type in winter spells, no problem with that, but The way I teach, the way I guide is I give you the tools and then you can formulate what you want. Every now and then, yes, I give you, here's a spell or I reference a spell. Totally, totally cool. Nothing wrong with that. But I believe there's greater power in giving you the correspondence, information, information, Helping you understand origins, helping you break down the words. So now you have a definition to something that you've been using for so long. Or something that's been kept from you. Like they say, winter season. Why don't they say solstice? Yule tide, yule season, Santanelia. Why? Why not say those? There's a reason. Not gonna go down that rabbit hole, but you get it by this point, right? <laughs> so <clears throat> Maybe when, you, when you're with your spouse or closest friends, you can say, yeah, we're going to have a Yule party, right? And then when you're around muggles, you can say Christmas party. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about one of my favorite winter songs uh, uh, by Paul McCartney, recently having a wonderful Christmas time. I love that song. I will dance to that song anywhere I'm at. I don't care if I'm in the mall. Friday, like I dance to that song it makes me so freaking happy I love it but I'm, I'm bringing this up because <laughs> it's this meme going around that uh it, it was really a bunch of witches and then a muggle came in well no one said muggle when I first saw it because it was it, it was, was a, a few years ago I mean Harry Potter was a around but no one said muggles it was just oh and then like people came in and it's like the moon is out and it's like oh snap we're simply having a wonderful christmas time <laughs> so it's just one of those days like you could have fun with this too you know create a christmas playlist you know i mean sure you could go on spotify but you know why not just create your own playlist or you know hey look go on youtube christmas playlist totally fine what i'm saying here is i believe in giving people tools so they can craft something on their own, make it fun. I don't care your tradition is ugly Christmas sweaters, mold wine, and watching Home Alone. Um, uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Love that. Die Hard. I don't care what anyone says. That's a Christmas movie. Um, I don't. I don't care. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> You know, watch a a jingle all the way. If you want to get together and like, hey, we want to have a Christmas movie marathon, wear your ugly sweater. We're going to give prizes to the ugliest sweater, most creative sweater. And and you could just, you and like one other friend or someone could just, you know, like, oh, you get like a $10 Amazon gift card or here's like a $10 um, Starbucks card or I don't know, something you can make it up. Like, you know, like three people win and like you win this, you win that, boom, boom. Or maybe everyone could chip in five bucks, right? Like chip in five bucks. And we figured that would total X amount of dollars. And we're going to get these three gift cards. And then we're going to take a vote on most creative sweater, ugliest sweater, and I don't know, sexiest sweater or some, whatever you want to do, you know? Especially if it's snowing outside, you can then collect that. Um, use that to clean your countertops, you know, they to welcome in the, that new energy, so when spring comes around because we 're in things for the long haul, when spring comes around, now you 're ready to receive those new beginnings because you prepped in the winter time
1: okay, and that 's what I have for you all right This series is
0: all about understanding cycles where you are at in this cycle, and what to do. Create your own tradition. Understanding, pause, reflect, embracing that darkness. Start reflecting. How did your year go? How did the last three months go? Are you happy with your job? Are you happy with yourself? Are you happy with your spouse? Are you happy with your friends? Do you need to forge better
1: relationships with your children, with your friends, with your spouse, with your coworker? What is it? What is it? And then maybe you might want to pull an Oracle card for what should I focus
0: on during the, this month? And then you could do it for the next month or pull three cards. What should I focus on for the winter season as an overall theme? There's so many ways you can tackle this and make it fun and rest. It it just involves some planning, okay, because not everyone can take off right away from work. I get that. But you can plan around it because, guess what, you know the days that you have to be at work. So if you have a a steady nine-to-five job, you know that you're going to be there Monday through Friday, If you can figure out your shifts, you can figure that out. And then you can plan around it to make it work for you. Okay. So again, listen to those other episodes, uh, 291, uh, magical herbs to get you through the season. And also it helps build your immune system. There's so many great herbs that I referenced there. And I think I made a PDF download too. I don't remember. I think I think there's a, a sheet for you to download. Don't hold me to that. I'm just trying to remember. 292 Yuletide Magic, where I get a little bit more into the background of Yuletide. And 241 Winter Goddesses. That was a, a really cool episode, too. And the importance of working with goddesses or that one of the importance uh, of working with goddesses is that to do so is also unlocking areas of yourself. Just like there's goddesses for sex, love, passion, uh, wisdom, war, abundance, healing, divination, magic, transformation. There's so many different goddesses. And guess what? You embody so many things too, because you're not one dimensional. If I were to ask you to write down all the roles in your life whether you're a mother, a sister, wife, friend, cousin, manager, you know whatever the case may be and the list goes beyond you would have so many hats that you're wearing and I can point out that would be sex goddess that would be abundance goddess that would be healing goddess oh you call for doctor's appointments you schedule those appointments you know all the medicines you do all that
1: and That's healing work. That's the framework. You're in touch with your sexuality, sensuality, sex goddess, right? All these different aspects of you.
0: So don't hold yourself to just one thing. Get creative during this winter. Do some DIYs. Do something different. I don't even care if you do a photo shoot. Make that your new tradition. I'm I'm doing photo shoots each year. It could be as elaborate or as simple as you want. But the best thing you can do is, first and foremost, understand what this season means. Because to, to go forth without understanding winter means that you're going to miss the mark. So understanding that this is the ending of things and the beginning of something else will help you to prepare for just that. What needs to end, needs to end. There's no final, I need a final this, I need a final that. I just want to make sure sometimes you got to give yourself the closure. That's it. Or sometimes you got to end it. And sometimes things just end, (laughs) you know? And it's like, you know what? I was already prepared for this because I know this is the season where certain things end. And at the same time, other things begin. So when one door closes, another one, what? opens and sometimes even a window opens all right but don't let all that snow when it's going to get cold (laughs) i know corny joke but it is what it is i'm sending you so many blessings lots of love you know i'm rooting for you remember to be kind to yourself until the next episode in this winter magic series thank you so much for tuning in magical wine Let's keep in touch. Join the VIP email list by going to tiamariejohnson.com. And as always, I'm sending you lots of love, many blessings. I'm rooting for you. And remember to be kind to yourself.
1: Until next time.